Welcome to the Taking Back Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Palacios. Join me as I interview interesting and empowering people, discuss spirituality, mindset, business, and much more. My intention is to always remind you, your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. Now let's open our minds and hearts and let's get into it. Hello, my beautiful angels. Welcome back to Taking Back Your Power. And I'm so excited about today's podcast. Uh, It's going to be another solo episode. I feel like I'm going to have a few solo episodes coming up here soon because I do have a lot I want to talk about and discuss from the lessons I've learned in this time I've been on hiatus. And one of those things is creating change in your life and glowing differently. That's been something that I've gotten a lot of questions and comments about how I look different, how I act different, how my energy, my aura is different. And it's not just from motherhood. I think it's from a lot of different changes that I've implemented since my daughter was born eight months ago. It's just been so many levels and growth and different things that I've gone through, some good, some bad, and a lot of things that I've had to face in my own life that have created this journey and this different aura. And this is the thing, taking back your power, this whole podcast has been created through my own experiences, through the lessons I've learned. So today I'm going to be sharing those exact lessons that I've learned and those things that I've done in my own life to create that change, to create that glow, to really start glowing from within and people will notice it on the outside. And just yesterday I had a very almost out of body experience where I felt like I was almost ascending. And a lot of people know around this time is the Lion's Gate portal. And I feel like I was getting those ascension symptoms, which I've never had real, very physical ascension symptoms. I've always felt them very mentally, very spiritually, but to actually feel them in my body was insane because it was like a surge of energy and almost like an otherworldliness I felt. And All of this is kind of a culmination of the inner work I've been doing since two, three years ago. So it's very beautiful to be introspective with yourself. It's very beautiful to look at all the things you've gone through, how far you've come, all the things you're dealing with, not in a judgmental way, but just in a way to study, to self-study, right? You want to be in this place of why am I doing certain things? Why are things going a certain way? And not in a negative light, but just to be aware, raising awareness in your own life. These are the things that create a different glow, a different experience. And it doesn't take a ton of effort. I think we live in a time and a place where we're constantly being bombarded with products and things that we're told, oh, this is going to help you this and help you that level up and all these things. But actually the inner work is so much simpler than any app or any product or any supplement or anything like that. The change begins once you go within and you face those things. So as many of you know, I am very, very passionate about talking about goddess energy, the divine feminine. The goddess reset program is 
based around this whole premise. And that is introspection going within and looking within because this is what's going to create that change. It's going to create that quantum shift. This is what's going to create that aura change that's going to catapult you into a new level of your life that you never even thought possible. So in this next episode that we're in right now, I talk about it like it's the next episode. No, in this episode today, I want to challenge you, not challenge you, but open your mind to the possibilities of what is possible for you. Disregarding where you are currently in your life, disregarding your past, disregarding what happened yesterday, disregarding what happened this morning, disregarding what's going on right now in your world as you're listening to these words, disregarding all of that and just playing with the quantum field a little bit, playing with the possibilities of the limitless, abundant universe we live in right now, playing with that. The idea of All of these things that I dream of, all these things that I want in my life, all of these things that I think are so far away are actually so easy and so just a little skip and hop away from me, right? Let's look at the universe and look at all these things that we want, all these things that we see. Let's look at it from a place of ease. It's easy. It's simple. It's effortless. When we look at things this way and we decide to change the paradigm around the inner work, around healing, around abundance, around relationships, around all these different things in life, right? All our struggles. And we look at them from a place of ease. You decide that paradigm. You change the paradigm and you'll see how things will change around you. It's very, very difficult sometimes to look at things like this because we are basically taught to look at everything from a place of difficulty, to look at life from a place of lack and scarcity. That's how these big industries create customers. And the premise of looking at everything with ease is going to change your mind. It's going to change the way you perceive things. It's going to change the way you act. It's going to change the way you go about your life and your day. Why? Because when you don't look at things as a big struggle, oh, you know, I and I see it. I see it in our culture on social media, the memes, how struggle, 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 you know, looking at what other people have, how privileged other people are, comparing yourself to other people. Oh, they have this, so they have it easier. I don't have this. I don't look like this. I don't. We have to let go of that. We have to let go of that premise that other people have it better than you. Other people have it easier because they have this and they have that. And look at yourself as the blessed one. Look at yourself as the privileged one. Look at yourself as the person that has it all because you do. You have everything you need within you right now to achieve, to have, to create. You are a natural creator. And if you're in your divine feminine or you're working in your divine feminine or living your life according to the divine feminine, this will come naturally to you. You will come into the flow of ease. So coming into the flow of ease, 
right? It's such a beautiful term. It's so flowery. It sounds great. But how do we actually do this? Well, I've compiled a little list. (laughs) This is how my mind works. I like little lists, right? To help you step by step. I like being pragmatic when talking about these esoteric or these kind of abstract ideals. So number one, I will say is stop distracting yourself. Stop numbing yourself. Stop avoiding things that make you uncomfortable. Stop drinking to feel happy. Stop smoking to relax. Stop eating to feel comforted. Stop all these things that you know you do and You'll probably feel called out when I say this, but there are different mechanisms that we have in our life or habits that we fall into or we go to when we want to avoid something. And the moment that we release that and we say, actually, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to not have this double cheeseburger because I feel like crap today. And I'm actually going to sit with my feelings I'm actually going to sit with why I feel a certain way. I'm going to sit and go through, not ruminate, but go through and see why I feel a certain way or why things happened the way they did. I'm going to have that difficult conversation with that person that I've been avoiding, or I'm going to set that boundary and talk to that person about my boundary, even if it's going to feel uncomfortable. I'm going to feel my feelings. If I feel sad, I'm going to cry. If I feel upset, I'm going to let that anger out in a healthy way. If I feel restless, I'm going to go for a walk. If I feel depressed, I'm going to allow myself to rest. If I feel any kind of way that's uncomfortable, and this this is the thing, emotions, there's no such thing as negative or positive emotions. Emotions are just an experience. And if we stop trying to label things negative or positive, we'll stop trying to push away valid emotions that are meant to be part of our lives, that are part of our experience. The sadness is just as important in life as the happiness is. We can't have one without the other. So that's why it's important to face whatever it is that you are avoiding. If you're in a job that you know does not work for you, but you're scared of leaving, face that. Face what it would look like if you were to leave and entertain the idea. Even if you just think about it for 30 minutes or five minutes, entertain the idea of you leaving behind, whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, leaving behind what is holding you back. Face it, which is what brings me to my second tip is to start facing what you fear I will admit, I got to this place of a lot of fear, maybe towards the end of my pregnancy after Evie, my daughter, was born. I felt very just out of control and not like I was doing crazy things, but I didn't feel like I was in control of my life anymore. My body felt so different. Childbirth is such a transformative event. I was, you know, in bed most of the time, had to rest a lot and, you know, tend to a newborn, all these different challenges and things that happened after becoming a mother. And I still deal with different challenges every day, but I was very afraid of just experiencing life. I was very afraid of just 
things happening to my baby or to me physically, to my health, I was very afraid, afraid of the future. Because when you have a child, it's like you have a whole different level of pressure on top of you, right? You have a whole new level of responsibility that you didn't have before you got pregnant or before you had a baby. That singlehood or the, you know, I'm dating or, you know, your life with your partner before your baby comes along is so much different than the life you have right after that baby is born because it's like, wow, I have this responsibility. And in many ways that for me felt very stifling. It it filled me with a lot of fear. But instead of hiding it and trying to put up a brave front and trying to tell myself that my feelings were invalid or that I shouldn't feel a certain way, I talked about those feelings. I poured my heart out to my fiance and I told him, this is what I'm feeling. And I'm very blessed that he is somebody that listens and he reassures me and he's very strong and he is, you know, a masculine in every sense of the word. And he supports me and he protects me. And I was able to talk to him about these things without feeling ashamed because I always felt like I have to be the strong one or the one who always has the answers and the one who always has it put together. And I've felt a lot of shame about that in my life from people in my life, sadly. But once I let go of that shame and I allow myself to feel my feelings and say, this doesn't feel right to me and I need to do this and I have to do that, not have to or need to, but I just felt from a spiritual standpoint that I had to talk about these things that was on my heart and on my mind, I was able to release a lot of that fear because I faced it. I had fear around talking about my feelings. I had fear around being apprehensive around motherhood. And once I faced these things, it's like I upgraded. I upgraded mentally. I upgraded as a mother. I didn't see motherhood as a challenge or this horrible thing, which motherhood can be tough. I'm not going to say it's all sunshine and rainbows, but my perception of it changed. My perception and my perception of myself as a mother changed. And that helped me become a better mother and helped me face these things where I had to shed the layer of my younger self, the self that felt like, oh my God, I'm not ready to be a mom. I had to shed that layer and I came into who I am today where I'm able to enjoy motherhood. The old me almost had to die so that the new me could flourish and become more powerful. And yes, so we have to face that fear. Facing the fear of letting go of your past self, that's a tough fear to let go of, right? That's a, that's a tough fear to face for a lot of us is realizing the old us doesn't exist anymore <laughs> and many sense of the you know senses of the word your old body your old face all these different things change with motherhood not just with motherhood but changes with time and to be able to face that is really profound so i had to let go of that fear and a lot of other fears my fears around abundance, around finance, around career. I had to let go of the fear of, oh, uh, my career could end on YouTube and all these different things that were just silly to me. You know, I talked about this a couple episodes ago, but I had to let go of all those fears. I had to face them. And that really helped me dive in. I felt so supported by the feminine. I felt so supported in my feminine energy if I hadn't gone through that feminine healing, I, f- I feel like I would have had more of a breakdown or something. I would have 
really gone through it mentally. But no, I I knew that it's in my feminine nature to go through life with ease and to be kind and introspective toward myself to take life more slowly instead of trying to be in this hyper masculine, always controlling everything, always having, you know, plans, plans, plans for the future. And instead I let that go, let my fiance as my masculine partner, I let him take care of that. And I allowed myself to enjoy and become a mother. And that's something that has I feel like we don't talk about as much in society, but I had to let go of so much of these expectations I had put around myself that other people had put on me, release that. I don't care what people have to say about that. I owned it and it allowed me to ease in. And now I'm easing back into my online persona, persona, easing back into my online work and it feels so much more aligned and so much more beautiful. Whereas before I had a lot of pressure around that. So that's just in a nutshell about the fears I've had to face and facing them is tough. Yes. In the beginning, you're going to feel a lot of resistance, a lot of denial, a lot of unsafe, you know, feeling unsafe, but it has to be done because once you face them and you go through the other side, you're going to feel like, oh my goodness, I can, I can take on anything. And that inner knowing that you can take on anything is the key to confidence. It's the key to glowing differently. When you have confidence, that means that you have trust in yourself, trust in your abilities, trust that you are supported and you are always guided and supported. God is always guiding you and supporting you. You just have to quiet the outside noise, quiet the fears and have faith. And, you know, prayer is very powerful in that for myself, especially, which leads me on to my third tip, which is to visualize every day. In the beginning of this episode, I talked about imagining just everything going, your wildest dreams, everything going seamlessly, easily, beautifully, right? Visualizing is going to help you so much with this because it's going to not only help you open up and create new neural pathways, but also it's going to help your mind, your subconscious get to where you want to be because you can't get somewhere unless you get there in your mind first. I believe it was Neville Goddard. I forgot who it was who said this, but you have to get there in your mind before you can get there in your physical body first. So it's kind of like how Olympic athletes will visualize their entire race from start to finish before they actually start the race or run the race or swim the race so that they are more likely and doing this is going to help them win the race. Doing this for yourself with anything you do, whether it's a new project, whether it's how you want your life to look this next half of the year, whether it's how you want your relationship that you want to attract, how you want it to look, how you want it to feel, visualizing every day. And you don't have to visualize the same thing every day. This is part of like the Neville Goddard manifestation method where you visualize the same scene over and over every day before bed. You can do that. That's a powerful method. However, if you just visualize every day and have fun with the process, instead of having it be super, super specific and super rigid, just every day before you go to bed, close your eyes and just imagine yourself living your dream life, whether that's being on the beach or having a family or living in your dream home or living your dream career, your dream life, whatever it is, 
just closing your eyes, visualizing, even playing some music, making it just an enjoyment, right? One thing I love to do is at night, baby is down for her for sleep at night. Everything's calm and quiet in the house. I love to just run a hot bath, Epsom salt helps ease my achy, tired <laughs> muscles. I love to just lay in there for like an hour, listening to music and just closing my eyes and just visualizing, visualizing away, visualizing different things, visualizing Evie when she's older, visualizing all these different things that I just want to, right? I'm very spontaneous about it. And that has opened me up so differently to possibilities and has me thinking of different things and thinking outside of the box and creating new plans. And I feel excited for the future for the first time in a long time, because like I said before, I was in in a lot of fear, a lot of scarcity, a lot of lack. And now it's like, no, it's an adventure. And I get to take my daughter and my fiance on this adventure. And we're going to do this as a family. And it just feels so beautiful and aligned that, I mean, this is something we should all do is open ourselves up to the possibilities of a beautiful future. Because I feel like these past couple of years has just been a lot of fear porn, a lot of negativity, a lot of fear, 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 fear. And we're not meant to live our life like that. We're meant to create a beautiful heaven on earth. We're meant to create something worthwhile for future generations. We're not supposed to live in fears. Us human beings, we are far too powerful to be living our life in fear and living our life worried. You know, the news is like, if you want to go to a place of negativity and worry, watch the news because it's, if it's not the economy, it's the new virus. If it's not the new virus, it's politics. If it's not politics, it's, you know, the environment, it's all these different things, you know, doom, 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 doom. And let's challenge ourselves to create a better, more beautiful future and live in our power. Live in our power. Live in our power. That sounds sounds nice. I love that. Living in our power, not living in fear, not living according to anyone else's timeline or paradigm, but living in your power. That's something we should definitely all be striving for. Now, I want to go on to the next tip. This is something might seem kind of off topic, but it's definitely something that needs to be done anytime you're doing inner work, healing, you want to change your life. It's about the past. We give so much power to our past. We, a lot of our trauma actually comes from our past, obviously. A lot of things we've been through, we allow those things to shape us. And that's not to feel bad about yourself if you've allowed your past to shape your future, because it's like we live our lives and we do things according to our experiences, right? But what if we, instead of looking at our past as something negative, whether it was good or bad, I mean, we all have good and bad things in our past, but instead we look at our past or people in our past or experiences in our past from this place of forgiveness, When we forgive someone or ourselves or the past or an experience or someone that did us harm, we are freeing ourselves from it. And a lot of people are ready for forgiveness. Some people don't feel like they're ready to forgive. Of course, it's a very personal thing. 
But once you forgive, it's you making peace with the past. It's kind of like you holding on to a baggage and wanting to run, and this bag feels so, so heavy, and you can't run up the stairs to catch your train because this bag is so heavy. That's what it's like when you carry things from the past. Forgiveness is going to allow you to set that bag down, say goodbye to it, and be free and light as a feather to run up those stairs and catch that train. And this freedom that we create from forgiveness is going to allow us to go towards the future in a light sense. We are light, we are free, and everything is like a clean slate when we do that. Sometimes the past will come back up when you think you've rid yourself of it, but that's okay. I mean, that's normal. It's part of the process of life is when you have a memory, your memories will come back up and things will come back up. But the important thing is not carrying on that memory as a weight that you have to carry for yourself. Instead, making peace with it is like seeing your ex at a bar saying hello and going about your day, right? That's how we should feel about our memories or our past coming back When you make peace with it, it's like you can see it again, you can look at it, wave at it, but you don't have to take it home with you. And that's what I really want to, you the listener right now, I really want you to understand is that your future does not have to be defined by your past, that you could have gone through the most difficult things in your past, but that does not mean that your future cannot be beautiful. It cannot be brilliant. It cannot be amazing, magical. And especially from what we've been through these past two years, we really have to come back to this place of childlike wonder with life and enjoying every day. And a lot of that means staying present in the day-to-day, not living your life in the past, not living life for the future, but living life beautifully right now in the present. Staying present is very important, which leads me on to my sixth step or tip is to slow it down. This has been, wow, the biggest lesson for me, especially with motherhood. I feel like pregnancy and motherhood has been the biggest spiritual transformation for me apart from anything else I've been through. And we all know that difficult times in our life often breeds a spiritual awakening, a transformation. But for me, that really came from motherhood, from being pregnant to becoming a mother. And One thing I really struggled with before was being very intentional and deliberate in slowing things down. It wasn't until I healed this FOMO part of myself through the Divine Feminine that I realized that I needed to slow down, that I was living my life too much in a go-go-go. And I talked about this a little bit, I believe it was on a Q&A I did, a Q&A session I did on Instagram was how I used to distract myself or not want to slow down. Instead, I was always traveling because I wasn't happy with the way my life was. Whenever I'd come home, I felt like I always needed a vacation for my life. And so I was always traveling, always seeing what was my next trip. And not that travel is a bad thing. Not at all. I think travel brought me a lot of good things. It, most, it was a positive experience for me. 
but that need to be go, go, go. And I need to be doing this and need to be doing that and comparing myself and always doing, 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 and never slowing down and just being and seeing the beauty of being is what made me realize so many things about myself. The slowing down has changed my life so much. It has helped me heal many aspects of myself that contributed to my anxiety. As many of you know, I dealt with a lot of anxiety whenever I was younger, my early 20s. And now I don't take anything from my anxiety. I live a very just calm life. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm running from my anxiety anymore. And if I do have anxious thoughts or whatever, I sit with them and I look at them and I face them. And so slowing things down in your life, not only does it give you a sense of peace, but also gives you more time. And I know that seems like a paradox, right? But it is kind of a paradox where if you slow down more, it's not that you'll lose time. It's actually that you'll gain more time. If you slow down the way you make food, it's like you stretch out the time. Time moves slower when you slow down. Things move slower when you slow down and you can enjoy them. Having a different pace of life here in the United States, we live a very fast paced, very rushy life, right? We, oh my goodness. It's like always go, go, go. Always looking at your phone, not even paying attention to people around you, but changing that way of being, living more intentionally, kind of like island life. People on the islands in the Caribbean live like this. It's very slow. It's very, hello, how are you? You know, seeing your friends, seeing your family, taking your time to eat a meal, taking time to enjoy life. All of these things are your birthright. Joy is your birthright. So claim it. Taking time to enjoy, to romanticize. You're going to see how you're going to glow differently. People are going to be around you more. People are going to want to be in that aura. People are going to stand up for you more, be there for you more. Life is going to move differently for you once you decide to move differently. And sometimes it's going to take cutting out certain people, cutting out certain things, social media, you know, going out every weekend, whatever it may be, just for you to be more intentional, right? More midday brunches instead of you know, these outings at night that, you know, you don't remember the next day. It's just like changing certain aspects of your life to fit and mold to create the beautiful life that you deserve. So the way it all starts, this outer glow doesn't have to do with your makeup, doesn't have to do with your clothes, doesn't have to do with who you're in a relationship with, doesn't have to do with your car, your house, your nails, any of that. It all starts from within, that you face your stuff. I was going to say another word, but I can't. (laughs) You face your stuff. You face yourself. Stop trying to throw things under the rug. Face your life. Create your life. Be intentional. Live your life in power. Live your life as an empowered being because you are. And know that everything you need is already within you. You already have the tools. You already have the capability. You already have 
the experiences, everything good and bad is all within you right now. And you just have to use those things to your advantage to learn as tools, as lessons, whatever it is, but everything is in you right now. And this is how you begin to change. You're in a rut. There's a reason why you're in the rut. I always believe ruts are not something that we just have to get out of. Ruts are something that are normal whenever you're living out of alignment with your true self, with what you should be doing, your true spiritual calling. When you're living your life in a way that does not align with your true self, that isn't unique to you. If you're ready for change, it starts right now. Stop distracting yourself. Start facing what you fear. Visualize the highest, beautiful, most positive timeline every single day. Take action in the direction you wish to head. Forgive, make peace with the past, and slow it down. I actually think I forgot that one. Take action in the direction you wish to head. I have like a little notepad here where I scribbled these things. <laughs> I like to channel what I talk about. So I don't make a really specific script, but I did write, take action in the direction you wish to head. And one small action in that direction will create the change. That's probably, that should have, you know, everything happens for a reason. That, that one, I put it as number four. It should actually be number six slowing things down, and then taking action in the direction you wish to head. And I challenge you to take one small action, one small step in the direction you wish to head, whether that's a fitness goal, whether that's a career goal, whether that's a personal development goal, take one small action in alignment with that goal every day. The compound effect will kick in and you'll see how much more beautiful the result will be. Whereas if you do everything rushed and crazy and all willy-nilly, you'll probably get there a lot faster if you do things a lot more intentionally, a lot more relaxed, and know that everything is rigged in your favor. All right, my angels, that is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you are inspired. I'm sending you all the best magical dust to create this change and this glow in your life. And you'll see how people will come up to you and be like, wow, you seem different. You seem happy. You're glowing. I'm so proud of you. You're going to see that. People are going to notice that your aura is going to be different. And it has nothing to do with your clothes or your hair or anything physical. Physical changes are natural when this happens, but it won't be just about that. So thank you guys so much for joining me. As always, all the links to follow me are down below. Instagram, YouTube. I will be back on YouTube soon, actually. <laughs> you guys are the first to know. I'll be back sooner than you know it. Probably in the next week or two. So I'm excited about that. But yeah, follow me down below. Check out my website for coaching if you want to do a one-hour epiphany session with me. All the info is on my website, takingbackyourpower.com. Also, if you want a beautiful integrative course where you can work at your own pace, check out the Goddess Reset program. Link is also down below. And follow at Goddess Reset on Instagram if you so choose. 
But yes, thank you so much for your time, for your energy. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you have a beautiful, blessed day. And always remember this, my beautiful angels, no matter who you may be in this life, no matter what you may be going through, no matter what you look like or what you've been through, always remember your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. I love you so very much. And don't forget to join me next week for another episode of Taking Back Your Power. Bye-bye.